it may come as a surprise to you that our reasonable service as Christians includes debt-filled living, as in a continuous debt of love. We are to love God and our neighbor. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In Romans chapter 13, Paul continues to expound on what he wrote in verse 1 of chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. One aspect of our reasonable service is debt-filled living. Now, the Bible doesn't encourage the debt-filled living that so many people today have as they're enslaved to financial debt, but it does encourage a strikingly different kind of debt. Hear now God's word in Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For this, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandment, it is summed up in this saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. The command here is to owe no man anything but love. We owe a debt of love not only to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but also to one another. Three times in this passage, we are told why we are to live in such a way. And it is because love fulfills the law. Now, this is contrary to a prevalent notion that is popular among many Christians today, and that's that the law of God is detrimental to showing love. But love isn't defined by what feels right to us. It's not defined by what is considered loving by others. It is defined by God, who is love. In this text, and throughout the Holy Spirit-inspired scriptures, we see law and love bound together. Love for King Jesus is demonstrated in keeping his commandments. Love for people is also evidenced in the same way. John writes in his first epistle, By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and do his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. So how do we show such love? Well, in this text, we're told negatively that we are to do no wrong or evil to others. And when we speak or act contrary to the commandments of our Lord, we lack love. But it's not enough to avoid doing evil things. We also must engage in good deeds toward others. We are to be involved in their lives, in the lives of one another. We are to do unto others what we would have them do unto us. 
the Son of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, has redeemed us from sin and death in order for us to live a debt-filled life of love. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 